So, in essence, people decide what a cult classic is. This isn't a movie that does well at the box office. Nope. And not a movie that's even reviewed good. A lot of times it's like really, really bad reviews. But I think those are the makings of a cult classic. I'm going to throw a movie out here that we both know before we get into this podcast. A movie that was critically reviewed horribly, did terrible at the box office, and, uh, you know, is a cult classic in, you know, probably, I'm not going to say the premiere film in its genre, but definitely in the top three, or if you will say five, in its genre. Are you talking Scarface? Yes, I am. Scarface was critically panned. It did horrible at the box office. But it became a staple in American pop culture. American pop culture even more so in hood culture. But like if you go back and you just do a little research, watch like rap videos. You're going to see the posters on the wall. You're going to see the references to... Tony Montana. And a lot of people don't even know that that Scarface was a remake from another Scarface. It was made in like 1932. I've never seen the original Scarface. We've and never, that was bo- we've never on bothered like to. Like I think my, my I think my dad said he saw it like once. And it was by chance. Um I've never seen it. I I want to say I'd like to see it, but I don't know if I can sit through it. Uh I feel like watching it now. After all the times we've seen Scarface already. All we're going to do is just compare and belittle. Because regardless of how great of a piece of cinema it is, when we think of Scarface, we, we think, think about of, Pacino. We that's, think of, that's it. say hello to my little friend. Huh? That whole... <laughs> no te mueva, And I know we said that we were going to do a podcast on the cult classics that we didn't see, but we should do it on both. Yeah, we haven't, haven't seen. There's just cult classics in general. Because, because there's ones that I've seen that you haven't seen. There's some that I, I love. I, I want to reference the screen right now. Because I've never seen I've, I've never seen this movie. When you pulled it up, I said I'd never seen it. Donnie I'm, Darko is one of those movies that... When you watch it for the first time, it's like The Matrix. You're not going to know what the fuck you're seeing. You're going to watch it, and you're going to think about it for the next three weeks, and then you're going to watch it again, and it's going to make a little more sense. It's that complex of a film that I think really took people some time to understand what the fuck they was, they was witnessing. Like I said, I've never seen it. I've heard a lot about it. And that's the thing with me, too. The more I hear about films, the less I'm intrigued to see them. Um, I've heard so much about it, and it's like uh, I missed the boat. So I've heard so much. I don't want to have other people's but views. No, you can't. You can't view cinema the way you view like a, a sports game. Like if the Nets played yesterday, but they're playing today, you're not gonna watch yesterday's clips. I don't know. So cinema's timeless pieces of art. It is, but that's why the first piece of film that you mentioned was Scarface. It's old as fuck. It's the early 80s. Not even late it's like 80s. like 83? It's like, and honestly, my dad said it too. Like, it was probably based on like the late 70s. 
but it's shot in what 81 82 83 in that, in that region it was released like around then and i mean i like like i threw one out when we were discussing this a movie i've never seen and at this point and at my age i don't care to see i had to talk to my girlfriend and she was i don't want to say angry at me but a bit disheartened i've never seen the goonies and I do not care to see the Goonies. I did not know of the Goonies until I was about 24 years old. I didn't hear that movie as a kid. I've seen the Goonies. And I'll tell you that as big as of a, of a cult classic as it is, it's not worth you breaking the seal on watching it. Thank you. I feel like... And you know what? I feel there are movies that are like that. that are I, just I would like, recommend... Yo, I would tell you what cult classic to reference... But that's not the one that's going to do it for you. Which one? Goonies. Have you seen Big Trouble in Little China? I saw Big Trouble. I've seen it once. I saw it with you. The only time I've ever seen it was with you. Were we kids? No, we were adults. We watched that Heart Street. What were your thoughts on it? I had never seen it. And A, Kurt Russell stars in my favorite movie ever, Backdraft. And so I had never seen had it. Points. So it already it had points because it was Kurt Russell, but it definitely had some shit going on that definitely as a kid I wouldn't have understood, but I understood a lot more as an adult, like with the sorcery, the witchcraft. Can I say sorcery instead of witchcraft? Uh, Whatever you want to, whatever term you want to use, that would make you feel more comfortable. They're actually interchangeable. I want to say they're kind of interchangeable. And literature, they make. Brenna was awake right now. She'd be fucking like breaking out the books. The. it's Halloween time, you know. It's, know ca- it's kind of like Harry Potter, you know. It's you know, it's Hogwarts, Hogwarts you know, school of wit- witchcraft and wizardry, but you know they also do sorcery. So I, I don't, I don't know. What about Stand by Me? Have you seen Stand by Me? Isn't that the uh, with the uh, Corey the, Feldman? Nah, but that's like a Stan, a Stan, Stan King book, right? Stephen King book. Is it? I think so. If Stand By Me is a Stephen King book, if I'm not mistaken. Stand then By Me, then you is just a schooled King me book. on that shit. I've never seen it though, but it's like where the kids go and they're walking. And Kiefer Sutherland track. is the—he's the prick kid. Yeah, he's no, the I've one. I've never seen that movie. That's it. If I'm not, they're basically going. They're taking this long walk through like a, a long, just like train path, and they're going through the jungle and all this shit because they've they've heard that there's a dead body and they want to go see the dead body. Yeah. And Keith, uh, Kiefer Sutherland and his Stephen friends. King Jesus Christ. It was. Uh, Yo, so, how paid is Stephen King? Oh, Stephen King's crazy paid. Did you see that dropping? Uh, um, when I went to see. Uh, okay, I'll drop another cult classic film. I'll drop two cult classic films while on Stephen King that I have never seen The Shining. A. And guess number two. It. There you go. I've never seen either. I've never. Did seen I get those two right? I've never seen either or, and I've never seen <laughs> the remake either. Like in the yo, when I told yo, yeah. like me and my girlfriend, this is a thing with us. Like with movies that I've seen, she's never seen. Yo, I can't believe. Do you want to believe my girlfriend had never seen Casino? She's never seen Goodfellas. My girlfriend has never seen those movies. Like, yo, it's like for me and her, like, yo, last week she said movies that she'd seen that I hadn't. And she was, she was shocked I hadn't seen them. Like, what? it happens. Obviously. How old were you when you first saw Casino? Oh, man. 
and knew what I was watching? Because <laughs> wait, how was I when I saw Casino? Knew what I was watching, or how was I when I first saw Casino? When, when, Dude, just when you first saw it. I remember seeing clips of Casino as a kid and not knowing what it was. I didn't understand Casino until much later as an adult. I don't know why. I'm, I'm gonna divulge some information about myself before Rotten Tomatoes and all that shit. I used to be a member on this website called Documenting Reality. And I don't even know how I got a credit card at the time. (laughs) And this was just like the most gruesome shit that you could find on the internet. Beheadings. I feel like you've told me this story. So I'm watching all of these live clips. And when I'm watching Casino and I see Joe Pesci get beat with a bat, my stomach turns. I said to myself, that is fantastic cinema. (laughs) (laughs) I said, that actually made me feel more sick than the real shit that I watched. And the way his brother got worked with that fucking bat, my nigga, at the end. It's crazy. I'm sorry if you've never seen Casino. You shouldn't be listening to this. But, uh, like, they're classic. After 30 years, you can't say spoiler alert. You know what I'm going to tell you like this? You want to know how old I was when I first saw The Godfather? And I don't mean in its entirety. I don't mean a clip. That's I actually saw The Godfather. Do you want to know how old I was when I first saw The Godfather? How old? I was 30 years old. Let me tell you something. I've never watched The Whole Godfather. Yo, me and my dad, I didn't That's finish That's one that I've always just seen clips. Nah. And That's one that I can say. I can piece together what I've tried to see, but... I've never seen any part of that movie before the first time I saw it with my dad. And I also saw Scarface for the first time ever with my dad as a teenager in high school. But the first time I saw Scarface was with my... I mean, Scarface. Godfather was with my dad, I'll say, two Christmases ago. We're in 2019? I'll say 2017. So only two years ago. Let's say three. Let's say three Christmases ago. 2016. Let's say three Christmases ago. And... It was uh, the Godfather epic, which is the Godfather 1 and 2, but instead of having all the scenes jumping back and forth from the Godfather 2 between, you know, uh, current time where Godfather 1 left off and the prequel with Robert De Niro as uh, Vito, it sets it up as a chronological order. So all the prequel scenes with Vito you see as that, and it picks up as the beginning of Godfather 1. You watch all of Godfather 1, and then the scenes in Godfather 2 that come chronologically after that. I didn't watch the chronological scenes after that. But me and my dad watched that first four and a half, five hours of that movie together. And he was like, even he was like, he did. we didn't know we were watching it like that until after I researched it. And it just blew my mind for the first time to watch that movie with my father. Because he told me about when he saw it in the theaters and he was like, yo, they had a motherfucking intermission during the movie because the movie was so long they had to switch the reels out. Uh, that's unheard of in today's in today's era, but he said that man, and just and, and just even still, just just, see, just getting to watch it with my dad, a movie you know a, a movie everybody talks about you know gangster movie the gangster trend, you know uh, you know uh, look, look, not to cut you off, but I'm really curious if you've seen this movie, no holds barred, Hulk Hogan. No. Tiny Lister. As Zeus. No. I've never seen it. I remember hearing of him playing a role as Zeus. 
<laughs> and you know you are saying Tiny Lister, bro. No one's gonna know who Tiny Lister is. We're talking Debo. about Debo. Debo. We're talking about Debo. We're talking about Debo from the Friday series. Uh and for those of you who might not know, the nigga who gets the uh cue ball broke off in his face in the smooth criminal video and it starts walking around with a pull cue like a robot with a pull cue above his head. Yo, not only is that a cult classic, but I don't recommend you see it. <laughs> because all it's going to do is just reinforce the fact that Hogan's been a racist since the beginning. <laughs> oh, man, right. We're gonna, I'm going to actually call classic my favorite cult classic and probably my favorite, one of my favorite films ever, my favorite film ever is Backdraft. But one of my favorite films ever, and this is a cult classic that I absolutely love. And I, I I don't think you've ever seen it in its entirety. And if you have, you're going to see something horrible right now. I can just feel it in my bones. James Cameron, Titanic. All right. So let me sneeze for a second. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You got another one? <laughs> Bless you. So I did have a profound relationship with Titanic. This was before time. When I had internet at home. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> and if it wasn't a Van Damme movie, then it was the Titanic cassettes that I had. Well, I can watch, pause, and at least see a nipple. And see Kate Winslet saying, draw me, Jack. I want you to draw me like your French girls. Listen, I drew her on a napkin. And it, was, it wasn't with a pen. That movie was probably one of the movies that if you had the cassette today and you played it, that part of the movie is just going to be fucked up. A lot of people don't know when you pull, you just pause VHS because the images and sounds are all written in the tape. And it's like struck, a DJ scratching a record. That imprint stays. I think it was a fantastic movie. But it served more of a personal purpose than a cinematic genius in my eyes. Fair enough. I, I, I have no shame in my game admitting that it's one of my favorite movies ever. I love that movie hands down. I know it word for word the same way I know Backdraft. But I don't word. understand why they couldn't share that door. James Cameron's already said it was all for shock value. He knows she, that they both could have shared the door. Jack would have fit the buoyancy. of the, They both would have fit. They would have survived. Jack had to die. They both couldn't survive. He said it already. Even on Entourage, I just wanted to make teenage girls cry. And listen, if you want us to make you cry, then follow us at Button Roach. You already know, baby, because we do the fucking, you heard? You heard? <laughs>